0: Precision Pharmacy is family owned and operated with 58 years of experience in pharmacy. With five locations throughout New York State offering next day shipping or pickup is available. 90 LDN capsules are $40. Phone 516 785 4774, extension 2, or visit precisionpharmacy.net. I'd like to welcome my guest today, Dr. Christian Stella, who's a pharmacist from New York. Thank you for joining us today, Christian. Hey, thank you very much for having me, Linda. I appreciate it. Could you tell us your background, please? Of course,
1: of course. So, Linda, for me, it's, it's a little bit more of bloodline. So um, my, my great-grandfather was a pharmacist. He lived in, in Brooklyn. And he started his own pharmacy. Then it went down to my grandfather. And um, my grandfather's more of a... He's hes basically a mechanism of action wizard. So he's 80, 83 years old today. And I can really go up to him and, and ask him, hey, what's the mechanism of action of second-generation cephalosporin? And he'll know. He is really, really good. So it came down to him. And then after my grandfather he opened the first store um it was called Stella's pharmacy and it was in canarsie brooklyn it they opened in 1959 so he opened that store and we we eventually grew um then then we got up, get up to my my father my father is the business aspect he he really um he was a technician, but he got into more growing the business and going out and talking and, and really experienced the, whole, the full pharmacy experience. Then my, my uncle, my aunt, my other aunt, they're all pharmacists. They all went to St. John's University. So at that time, I knew it, it was my time. I was all ready to go to St. John's when I was a, a little guy, 18 years old. So I went to St. John's, um, and it was fantastic. I learned so much. But after I came out of St. John's, I knew we had a family business. And at this point, it's it, it's grown to um, we have a store in Long Beach. We have a store in Bell Harbor, Great Neck, and a long-term facility care in Farmingdale. So at this time, I came in, and it did, although I can just go into the family business, there wasn't really – um, there wasn't – it it wasn't something that I was – Looking to just jump right into, so we we get, began we began talking to some of our mentors and and people in the compounding business. And I always thought that compounding was very interesting. After I took my New York State boards in compounding, I knew it was it was the the route I wanted to go. And I used to, as a little kid, I used to collect my great grandfather's um, pharmacy antiques. So I had a, a little package of benzocaine. I had a little scale, a, a triple beam balance. So it was something that just felt right and it fit. And I met a couple of fantastic mentors that I really I still talk to today, and they really guided me in that compounding direction. And then I started, started a, a precision compounding business with my mentors, and, and here I am today.
0: Wow. How about that? What a story. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Your facilities that you have, are they sterile and non-sterile?
1: So the the compounding facility that we have right now, that, that one is in Belmore. And currently it's, it's not sterile, it, but we are updating to USP 800. When we update to USP 800, we have the plans... And we're all ready. So that will be at the end of the summer. We'll be doing sterile. But as far as right now, we're not doing
0: sterile. Okay. For any patients listening, they might be thinking, ah, oh, it's not sterile. But explain what a sterile facility actually means.
1: Of course, of course. So it's being being sterile is just keeping your product. There, there was a, there was a, a long term, uh, about a, co- a couple of years ago, 10 years ago, they they were doing injectables, injectables, IM, sub-Q, and the products weren't completely sterile. So what happens is when there's a couple um, antibacterials that come into the sterile preparation, if you inject it into a human body, they can get diseases. So that's what happened a very long time ago. So after that, they they cracked down and they started a USP-797 plan, and every single pharmacy had to be completely sterile. But sterile, the separation of sterile and non-sterile is just sterile is more injectables mm-hmm. and IM, so anything that's going directly into the body. Uh, but we don't do that right now. We're just focused on non-sterile, which is your capsules, you have your creams, your... Um, your suspensions your suppositories your troches your sublingual so all of those different formulations can be done in a non sterile compounding pharmacy
0: mm-hmm. but of course your facility is still inspected it has to be clean and hygienic and tested so that all your products are of a very high quality
1: of course of course and a lot of our our products are checked by eagle analytics so we send out um, about every three or four months all of our products to eagle Mm -hmm. to be checked and and to to make sure that we are measuring and we are calculating the the proper formulations for our ingredients that we're making, so our formulations, they have, um, they need to be within 10% uh, error. Mm-hmm. So we need to make sure it's done like that. So we send it out to get checked. So everything is, everything is completely done. Um, we have systems, we have a software system that that checks over. Every single, it actually hooks up, the computer hooks up to the scale where the pharmacists are weighing out the materials. So you physically cannot weigh anything over or under what the formulation states. Mm -hmm. So everything is
0: uh,
1: completely flawless.
0: Wonderful. And of course, the placebo effect is very strong with some people. I know pharmacists who decided, okay, we would like to differentiate between our three milligram capsules and our 4.5, so we will make them different colours. Nothing else had changed. The formula was the same. The quality checks were the same. There was three milligrams in the three, and there was 4.5. Same filler, same everything. And yet there were quite a few people who complained, that they didn't feel as good. It, it, it didn't work as well, oh. um, purely because the capsules were a different colour.
1: Of course, of course. Yeah, so we're playing, we're really playing some mind games with, and we, that's something we do with our low-dose naltrexone patients. We do obviously opt offer a vegetarian capsule, and that's going to be clear. But for each strength, we have the 1 milligram, the 1.5, the 2. We can go all the way up to 4.5, all the way up to 8. But we do um, every single... Every single milligram uh, strength is going to be in a different color capsule. Uh-huh. Uh, just mm-hmm. so, just so we know that we're dispensing the proper medication. Everything's going out, but it just makes it easier for us and the patients. Mm-hmm. And plus, some of the patients they love the color choice. They love everything um, when when they see it. Just lo- it looks very professional mm-hmm. when when a uh, capsule is, is green and, and black instead of it being just clear.
0: Mm-hmm. And, of course, they can rest, be rest assured if the three milligrams is meant to be red, let's say, and they've got a red one, they know without a shadow of, of a doubt. Of course. Yeah. There you what, go. What of doses course. it is. Yes. So what formulations do you use for your of LDN? Course.
1: Yeah. So... um we we really we do the capsules. Mm-hmm. So we're like I said, we're doing the vegetarian capsules, and the fillers um, is Avicel, which is microcrystalline cellulose. We're also um, doing acidophilus for some patients. We we have a, actually have a couple of patients that are doing. Uh, uh, we do olive oil, extra virgin olive oil preparations, and we we do a slight drip. Um, of olive oil into their capsule using that as the filler. We we do titration kits. Tablets will be in the future, hopefully, if everything goes as planned. But when it comes down to the creams, we we have uh, vaginal preparations mixed with scream cream when we use the naltrexone. We also have pain creams. We do a lot of... We have a, a special division here at Precision Pharmacy. It's called ProScripts, and we deal with prob- most most likely the whole um, MLB, so the Major League Baseball teams. We dispense to the the trainers, the training staff, the doctors, and we have pain creams and certain naltrexone, even naltrexone capsules that we dispense to these professional um, players, even the NBA, the NFL. So, we're doing those in creams, and then at top, we do the topical cream for autism patients, as well as liquids, trochees, RDTs. We're pretty much doing it all.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, and you do a sublingual, do you as well?
1: Correct, mm-hmm. correct, we do. Uh,
0: because explain to people um, the difference of the absorption from um, a capsule to the sublingual.
1: Of course. So when, when a, a low-dose naltrexone preparation capsule goes through it, when you ingest it, it actually has to go through the GI system, and there's something called first-pass metabolism. So that's when this naltrexone, this very small little dose of naltrexone, actually has to get all the way through the gut, and it needs to get broken down by um, different enzymes. Now, when you go sublingual, you go usually it's under the tongue. It might be buccal, so in the cheek. When it goes in that route, it's actually going to just go straight into the bloodstream. So it's a little bit different. Sometimes I know with naltrexone, it, it peaks up very quickly and it drops down with the sublingual. So it's a quick onset and, and then it's totally out of your system. But with the capsules, they, they stay for a little bit longer half-life when you're dealing with naltrexone. but there's a couple of different little differences now when we're dealing with patients and're we're, we're having compliance issues if a patient doesn't want to take a capsule for some reason we can um, we can actually do the sublingual so um, whether we have um, uh, a child or a um, a a patient that just doesn't like taking capsules, we can do a sublingual preparation.
0: Mm -hmm. And of course, there are people with Crohn's or ulcerative colitis or experienced gut issues with taking LDN. Of course. If they then take the sublingual, 99.9% of people don't have that issue anymore for the same reason that you said that it actually is absorbed differently. So... You know that that is good that uh, you do the sublingual, and you talk about pain. And okay. yeah. uh, do you do the ultra low dose naltrexone? Something quite new that's happening. There's a big buzz. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. We've been seeing it very very recently now. So it's um, it's something that I haven't seen uh, probably about. Two to three years ago, I didn't see any of them. But recently, I actually filled a prescription um, last month for one. Mm -hmm. Um, And now we're we're seeing that really because the whole opioid crisis. And we're really trying to get these patients off of these opioids. Um, And we do see it. We really do see it in our sports medicine side because when you need to when you're in a major league organization, you need to sign up with, let's just say it's the MLB, you need to sign up with the MLB beforehand and tell them that you're on a pain medication um, right when the season starts. So if they're on something and they don't want to be on it throughout the whole season, they have to taper off. So we're actually, we would be doing these, these ultra, ultra low dose naltrexones. Mm -hmm. Um, And we can either do it, we could do it in a capsule, which is going to be 50, I've seen 50 micrograms, um, maybe even 100 micrograms. I know there's, there's lower. I've, I've heard that there's lower, but I haven't personally done anything like that. But we also offer the liquid for that reason. Mm-hmm. We do a very, very um, small dose.
0: Well, there are many pain specialists um, prescribing ultra low dose exactly for what you were saying for the opioid crisis. Now, you you can um, some of these pain specialists are seeing patients that have been on high doses of opioids for twenty years, and through no fault of their own, they are addicted to these um, medications, and they have to the prescribers have to get the patients off, well, to go through all the awful withdrawals. But by using the ultra-low dose in microdosing, by using like uh, 0.001 alongside of the opioids, it makes the opioids far more effective and work better, which means that the patient can start to taper off the opioid. And I would say do not try this yourself, it has to be done with medical supervision. Um, So they slowly titrate up the microdose of the uh, ultra-low dose naltrexone whilst decreasing the amount of the opioids and they manage to get these patients off the opioids without going through any withdrawal and they're on LDN and many of them are reporting that they have less pain on the LDN than they did on the cocktail of opioids that they were on so that just blows me away i think that's totally amazing
1: oh it's amazing it's amazing and we we know this now I, i'm am a big mechanism of action person i have to see that mechanism to understand the drug now we we know that they're latch they're completely dealing with that whole um the whole dextro side of the chirality is is completely taking over that TLR receptor and the glial cells are being antagonized. So you know exactly what it's doing when you're doing it at those ultra low doses and it's fascinating and especially in a time like this today when we're we're dealing it's a, it's a huge we we have we obviously have our retail pharmacies as well. And I I see the pharmacists that I deal with um uh, that, that work at these regular retail pharmacies every day and they are completely fed up with, with the whole situation because they have these patients coming in um and they are completely they are completely hooked and they wanna do whatever they can to help them but there's there's not so much you can do when you have a patient um that's completely hooked it, it, it really is a terrible situation
0: mm, definitely but it always seems to me if you've got terrible pain that's on a scale of 10 which i mean is the worst you can have by using the opioids uh the um morphine and the fentanyl and combination of different um pain medication seems as though you know you're bringing in the really big boys but when you're using the ultra low dose this micro dosing of ldn it seems as though you're tickling it with a feather
1: <laughs> exactly exactly Doesn't it? you know it's funny you said that i like to look at it you know when i think of low dose now trucks and i tell my staff this all the time i think of it as an all-terrain vehicle like a little a little truck that can that is such a low dose but yet it can get put, it, it it goes into these situations like it could go off-road, it could go in the snow, it could go in the sleet, it could go anywhere and it could completely take over. It's it's so funny you said that, but that's the the way I think of low-dose naltrexone.
0: Mm-hmm. And so we have, well, LDN has evolved over the years, hasn't it? I mean, initially, it was most people with MS. And then it became um for fibromyalgia and Crohn's disease and Hashimoto's thyroid conditions and pain and infertility. And it's just and um mental health issues too. Mm. The use of it is just phenomenal. I mean there are over 240 conditions that we know of at the moment. I think there's 243, something like that. But that list is just growing the whole time. You know, it it was originally saying if a condition had an autoimmune component, LDN could possibly help. But there are people who have rheumatoid arthritis or that ticks the box, that's autoimmune. But then there are people taking it for osteoarthritis, which, as we know, isn't autoimmune. It's where the joints uh, rub on each other, isn't it? And, And wear away. Yet these people are getting relief as well um, i've been doing this fifteen years, and you do not stop learning you know it's a big learning curve all the time and more exciting i mean what would you think would be the next thing with l d m to, to be honest with you it's 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 limitless it's
1: it's something that um I mean it's the closest thing to a miracle I, I don't know if you ever heard i i don't believe in miracles i depend on him that's the certain situation you're you're dealing with when you get low dose naltrexone personally when when i started it it was it was really just that ms um population and but now now it's you see it for for sexual dysfunction autism weight loss it, depre- even depression and and like i said earlier the mechanism is it's, it really is fascinating how it how it can do so many work with so many catecholamines and and, and hit so many different receptors so it really is i won't be surprised if we're seeing in, in the next couple of years more and and more conditions that we're using this low-dose naltrexone for Um, and I know that they're doing research and there there's a couple companies looking into it but this is is just the, it's really, it's been for a while but this is just the beginning Mm. it really is.
0: I think so too and there are um, pharmacies that are also using it in eye drops which is really Mm. interesting for dry eye Correct. And um, forgotten what I was going to say now.
1: Yeah. Now eye drops would be that would be a sterile preparation. So exactly. as of now, yeah, we're not we're not doing that. But I have heard I have heard of that mm-hmm. several times, several times.
0: Yeah, and of course it's being used in um, for people in the military not only for pain, but phantom limb pain um, Mm. and post-traumatic stress. It's working amazingly well for that. And of course, you don't have to be in the military to suffer from um, post-traumatic stress. I mean, it's rape victims as well, um, domestic abuse, all kinds of people that find that they fall into that category uh, and I think that's just so amazing because some of these people end up on medications that make them feel quite unlike themselves, should we say, where LDN doesn't have that effect, does it?
1: Oh, uh, yeah, of course. Of course. I mean, you you do have you do have your essential side effects with LDN. I'm sure, you know, you heard a hundred times, but it's it's very well tolerated. Um, we don't we don't. I mean, for the most part, we, we do have our side effects. And then we, there's ways around it, ways to adjust the dosing. That's why it's such, such an – and especially with compounding, you you, that's the definition. Customizing a formulation is really the def, the definition of compounding. So if you have a patient in a certain situation, they need a higher dose, lower dose, a compounder can do that. That's, it really is fascinating.
0: Mm-hmm. So your pharmacies, people in the New York area, can obviously contact you. Do you ship outside of the um, New York?
1: We do. Um, the, I was talking about that Proscripts division earlier that that is connected to our building, so we are because of them and we're we're the same entity we are licensed to go all all around the United States because we're we're getting it to all these different teams around or, around the United States mm-hmm. so yes
0: and how do people where do they find you to come and see you if they want to talk to you or talk to you on the phone how do they get hold of you
1: oh uh, very easy so you can go patients out there they can go on to precisioncompounding oh, i'm sorry precisionpharmacy.net and then we actually have all of our locations up there they just need to click that compounding button and and all the information's on on the website they can also call us at 516 516- hit extension 2 for compounding, and I'll be willing to help you and assist. Um, Also, we have the email compounding at precisionpharmacy.net. That's compounding at precisionpharmacy.net. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook, so we're pretty much out there um, every Every sort of avenue we mm-hmm.
0: can. And if people actually want to come and see you in person, whereabouts would they find you?
1: Of course. So uh, the the compounding facility is in Belmore. So that's two six four zero Merrick Road in Belmore, one one seven one zero and uh they can come in we have that we have the retail pharmacy here they can ask for christian i'll come down i'll talk to them whatever whatever they need i'll be able to um to help them out uh but that's that's where they can find us at the at the belmore location
0: Mm -hmm. Wow, that's amazing well thank you very much for having been my guest today we've come to the end of the show (laughs) Is there anything you'd like to say before we finish?
1: No, that's, that's pretty much it. I really, really um, thank you for having me, and I, I um, really love everything you're doing. Thank you so much, Linda. <laughs> well,
0: thank you very much. I'd like to introduce Cindy from the U.S., who's one of the world's largest LDN advocates. Thank you for joining me, Cindy.
2: Thanks for having me, Linda.
0: Could you tell me when you first heard about LDN?
2: I heard about LDN, I think it was around 2005, around the time of the first LDN conference mm-hmm. that was held in New York. Um, I was working at the pharmacy at the time, and um, we were qu- I was quite involved with a lot of people that had multiple sclerosis, and they were taking some other things, and um, we had heard about LDN. And um, Dr. Skip Lenz at the time went to the first conference. I was invited to go, but for some reason I had to go someplace else. I I think I went to a veterinary conference. And honestly, Linda, I really didn't think that much. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay. I was like, well, this sounds too good to be true, so it must be too good to be true. After that, I started learning a little bit more about LDN. and, And still, there was a lot of disbelief there. And I got to go to the second conference which was held in, in, at the National Institute of Health in, in D.C. And I got to meet Dr. Gluck and interview him and I got to, to, to meet Mary Bradley Boyle, Dr. Crowley, Mary's brother, Dr. Dr. Phil, and all these, these doctors that had been using LDN for all these different things and a whole bunch of advocates that were using LDN for all these different things. And again, and I'm sitting there and I'm going, how can this be true? You know, I'm a nurse. Mm-hmm. I mean, why, how can this be true, and why doesn't anybody know about it, and why isn't anybody prescribing it? So, can I say cut, or should I just keep on going? Yep. Okay. So, as, as mm-hmm. somewhere along the line, I got a hold of a list of all the integrative doctors in the United States, and I sent them a postcard, and I said, if you want a copy of this DVD, you know, all I have to do is call, and we'll send it to you. And, and I, sent, I sent out hundreds of postcards to hundreds of doctors all over the United States, and whoever wanted it got a copy of it. If a patient called and they wanted it, we gave them a copy of, of the DVD so, so they would have it so they could learn about LDN. Because I really felt the more people educated about LDN, the more people... Don't take my word for it. Watch, watch the video. Mm-hmm. Listen to the doctors. These are all well-respected physicians. Listen to them, hear what they have to say. think about what they have to say, and and just kind of take it from there. And that's when I think that you know we started to get a lot more people on the listserv, on Dr. Gluck's Listserv, people inquiring about it, because at the beginning there was only maybe like a handful of people. I think there was maybe a hundred people. And now there are thousands of people that, that are on there asking questions. And every day there are more and more and more. So every year I got invited back to, to go to the conference. I was in Nashville. I was in um, California. I was back at the National Institute of Health. Every year I got to go. Every year I got to shoot. And as um, technology improved, we were able to actually put this stuff online. And that's when I started my my YouTube page and I just started putting videos up so the entire world could see. Mm -hmm. So that's what I've been doing, that's what I did with LDN.
0: And because of things like Facebook, Twitter and YouTube, using that kind of media is certainly making the world a smaller place and much easier to get the word out to everybody I mean, we've got, um, I think it's 149 countries where we've got members who take LDN around the world. I mean, that's quite phenomenal, isn't it?
2: Yes, um, it, it is phenomenal. And I think, like I said, I think, I, th- I think what's really done it is Facebook, because a lot of people who are ill are at home sitting behind their computer, yeah. and they're able to communicate via Facebook with, with each other and ask questions. And there are all kinds of LDN pages on Facebook where everybody kind of belongs and, and the other thing that, that I really love about this is, and, and I called it people-powered medicine and I think in Nashville, I said that to Dr. Glock, I said, don't you think that LDN is people-powered medicine mm-hmm. and it really is not so much the doctors, although there, there are some fabulous doctors like Dr. Pat Crowley from Ireland and Dr. Phil, Dr. Berkson, not so much but more patients who are willing to put themselves out on the line and go out to their doctor for a prescription, willing to talk about it online, unafraid, who feel like this has really, really changed their life, that it's really turned their life around. And without it, they just would not be as well as they are. Mm-hmm. And, that's because, and, and, I, and I think that's directly because of, of Facebook. The other thing, again, because of the listserv that, we, that Dr. Gluck has, Thousands of people are able to go online and just and say, what's LDN? Yes. You
0: know
2: what I mean? I have, you know, rheumatoid arthritis. I have multiple sclerosis. I have fibromyalgia. I have all these things. Can I take it? Mm. Okay. And not only has LDN helped all these people, but imagine all those, like, imagine the people with the fibromyalgia that were taking all those narcotics, Linda.
0: Yes.
2: That had to come off of them in order so they could take low-dose naltrexone, are now not taking narcotics anymore and they're doing great.
0: Yeah. It's just fantastic. It, It seems to work, like you're saying, very, very well for pain. And you wouldn't think just something so small when some people have been taking morphine and it not touching the pain. They wean themselves off all these opiates and then, hey presto, just this one little pill (laughs) <laughs> manages to get rid of the pain
2: right and 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 I'm not an expert in pain or pain management but I I I really I you know it, it, it to me it, it it asks a lot of questions about what those diseases are about anyway mm. but, I, mean, no. I
0: I have to add there though um although LDM works very well for Most of the people, unfortunately, it doesn't work for everybody. So I don't want anybody to get the impression that I'm saying it works for 100% of people because it doesn't.
2: Right. And it's not a standalone treatment. There are other things that people need to do when they're taking it, but it sure does give somebody a really good shove in the right direction.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Is there anything else you'd like to add, Cindy?
2: Um, I'm trying to think. I think I really think that's about it. You know that that was my contribution. I also take LDN. I took it for a lot. I had extreme stress, and I was really afraid that I was going to get sick. And I and I've been taking LDN. and I I've combined that with meditation, and a big stress management program. So so I wouldn't get ill, and I think it's really helped. I think that it also has its place as a preventative.
0: Yes. Uh, And the power of the mind is very strong as well, isn't it? And, yeah, I I mean, we've got over 12,000 members at the LDN Research Trust. And the people who give up, who say, you know, I've got MS, I can't do this, I can't do that, actually program themselves to not be able to do these things. And you can see their decline quite rapidly. But the people who are positive, you know, I'm going to be this, I'm going to overcome it, Far better, and meditation, I think, is is quite key to a lot of things. If you can de-stress yourself and relax more, it certainly helps.
2: Oh, absolutely, and that's and that's a subject for another conversation if you're ever interested. Because I just got certified in, as a meditation instructor, but mm-hmm. but but it, yes, I did intention because I believe in it so much. Mm-hmm. Intention is everything, and being positive literally can can change your life and I think like I said, I think when people um kind of stick it out with LDN because they start feeling better
0: mm-hmm.
2: they they do become more positive people.
0: Yeah.
2: And I think that makes a huge, huge difference. And not just, you know, the diseases that that affect L D N but all kinds of diseases. You know what I mean? Intention yeah. is everything and 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 saying I'm going to do something—that's everything.
0: Yeah.
2: But but I but I bet a lot of those people could have done it without taking LDN. You know what I mean? <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
2: Like I say, it's the combination of the LDN, of feeling better, of people's symptoms going away, of people that have MS being able to move better, people having rheumatoid arthritis having their pain go away, of people having fibromyalgia of having their pain not being in chronic pain all the time. All these things, people start feeling better. All of a sudden, they're feeling more positive. All of a sudden, they're they're kind of in a groove. They're like, "Oh, I'm getting better,"
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know what I mean? And and they do. They add. You can add more things in there. Okay, you can add in yogurt. That's you know, if somebody for fibromyalgia needs to move. That's a fabulous thing to do. Meditation, just for the stress of having a chronic disease, is you know is is, is wonderful. Mm-hmm. So, but and but these are all. Things that people can do for themselves—they don't need to go to the doctor and get a prescription for that.
0: Mm-hmm. Maybe we can get you to write an article for our newsletter.
2: I would love to do that, and if you can wait until September, I'd be more than happy to do that. That would be because fantastic. Writing an in-service for work on on meditation, and I and I can just take all the same information and just right. put it together. Well, that's But perfect. I would absolutely love to do that. That would be great.
0: Thank you very much, Cindy.
2: All right, thank you, Linda. It was so nice to talk to you. Mm-hmm. All the time, all these things, people start feeling better. All of a sudden, they're feeling more positive. All of a sudden, they're they're kind of in a groove. They're like, oh, I'm getting better.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know what I mean? And and they do. They add. You can add more things in there. Okay, you can add in yoga. That's you know, if somebody for fibromyalgia needs to move. That's a fabulous thing to do. Meditation just for the stress of having a chronic disease is, you know, is, 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 wonderful, mm. so, but, and, but these are all things that people can do for themselves. They don't need to go to the doctor and get a prescription for that.
0: Mm-hmm. Maybe we can get.
2: I'd just like to say just one other thing about doing all the work that I did with, with all the video and, in the conference that the, I did have a partner in doing this, and that, and that was my son, Adam Lenz, without him, I don't think any of this would have gotten done. He, you know, he now is a, a professor at, um, at University of Central Florida, and, that's, and actually he teaches video. That's one of his classes that he teaches. And, and with, without, without him, none of this would have gotten done. Thank
0: you very much, Cindy.
2: All right. Thank you, Linda. It was so nice to talk to you.
0: Any questions or comments you may have? Please email me, linda, L-I-N-D-A, at ldnrt.org. I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you for joining us today. We really appreciated your company. Until next time, stay safe and keep well.